kind of, dare I say, fun and exciting. The woman, the the female woman, the woman <laughs> crab, the female crab skin. You're getting cancelled, man. Yeah. I need to be told to fuck up sometimes. Legendary New South Wales State of Origin coach Brad Fittler. Oh, made a cut. <laughs> Nazis and him. A love story. <laughs> Welcome back. Uh, Tenakwe. Tim, Tim, the, Tim, the quirky cabinet maker. How you going? The quirky cabinet maker. Okay. <laughs> I had a bit of feedback on. People like the quirky segment. They like that segment. They what, thought, what, what was the quirky? When we, when we were talking about the quirky gas fitter. Oh. About quirky. Okay, quirk. Tim, quirks. the quirky cabinet maker. Are you ready to dog whistle to the alt-right in a sort of Sort of loosely jovial style, Tim. You ready to sort of dog whistle to the neo-Nazis? The well, that's, that's, in a jovial way, that's though, That's what Tim. we do here. Yeah. Just please, when you're dog whistling to the alt-right, just be jovial. Um, what's been going on? Same old shit. Yeah. House stuff. Mm. Yeah. I, I the hate world to, keeps turning. I hate to report, but I've... Yeah, it's, it's very much... We're, we're into the grind, aren't we? We're very much on the... Like the Groundhog Week sort of scenario. Yeah, I think we're both in the same boat. You you have got a lot more happening, but I'm a microcosm of of what you've got going. Basically, I think I'm a I'm a twill microcosm of you. Yeah, and it um <laughs> yeah it, fuck it's hard it's hard because just today I was thinking fuck you were texting me are we going to do this and I I just I don't know if I can commit yet. Fair um, enough. I I do you know what's funny is I hung in there. So this is how it was going. I, I was fending, not, not that Amy was that worried, but she was like, hey, are you potting? Or oh, I just need to know because I'm cooking dinner. And she that was about 1 p.m. And I'm like, um, oh, we might be. I'm just waiting. So I, I hung on I, at about 4 o'clock or 4.30. Amy's like, I really need to know if you're coming in for dinner. I'm like, uh, uh. I said, uh, if I don't hear from Tim, I said, I'm working to about half past five. If I don't hear from Tim, I'll, I'll I'll bounce and I'll just text him and say I'll do it another night. She's like, cool. So I I I I toil till five thirty, which is yeah, I don't like to do, but I did it for you and everyone else and even myself. Um and the bank. Uh so I packed up, drove to the bottom of Kashmir Hill, and I and I had it but I hadn't rung Amy yet. I got past taste at twenty. I got down um oh probably I don't know Four five hundred meters, and then the phone rang. Tim B, they're like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Um, just finished, just driving down Columbus Street." And then, so I pulled over, and I, I I I did all the things I had to do. I I I got off the phone to you. You're like, "Come up, we'll do it." I rang Amy. I said, "We're potting." She was like, "Thanks for letting me know." So it worked out pretty bloody well, really. But it was we were on the knife's edge of toil versus pod. Yeah, we made it happen. Yeah, we really should give ourselves a pat on the back. Oh, okay. Thanks, Tom. <laughs> um, yeah, it was because I was so busy today and <laughs> I had an, another tradie on site that I needed. You're so lucky to be busy. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I needed him there and and it's like, fuck, it's dragging on, it's dragging on. What time, you know, what time is this going to finish? And then, it, <laughs> no, it was, it was. I, I wanted him there as long as possible. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And you wanted him toiling with you. Fuck yeah, big time. And uh, <laughs> so then we, we finished up when we finished up and I jetted home and... I was toying with going to jiu-jitsu and I'm like, 
Nah, fuck! I can't leave Joel hanging because oh, I knew you. I, I, I was happy to go home, nah, but, but I was also happy to come. No, up here. And I, but I couldn't say to you, "Oh, can you just wait around for a couple of hours?" Oh no, town? you could have. I, I, I've just got my. I've got a new book arrived at Mum's, the Lao Zhu. The I, I no, don't. I don't want to be. Oh, I do want to be critiqued, but if I fuck this up, the is it Tao or Dao? Some people say Tao. Some people say Dao. I thought everyone says Dao. Okay, because I heard people say Tao. We'll call it the Dao. It's spelt Tao. T Ching. Or the Tao T Ching. I, 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 I've purchased it so long ago and I arrived at Mum's the other day. I picked it up this morning and I was quite happy to go and sit at Shona's and read the Dao or Tao T Ching by Lao Zhu, <laughs> which is a very small book. Yeah. It was recommended by that, the, the, uh, what is it called? That YouTube channel I watch? The, Library of the Untold? No. Something like that. That esoteric occult dude. Yeah. Uh, it looks... It's. I can't even remember what video it was on. I just went on and bought it, and now I don't even know what it the showed up, and now you got Now I don't it. even know what it's about. It's like uh, Confucius say... Um, Joel, do paint. Yeah, Confucius say... Joel, do toil stay... Toil and toil and toil. Joel, do stay town. <laughs> do podcast. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> Pretty much. So, uh, sorry for the last minute uh, invite, but... No, we, no, no, we it's there. fine. It's fine. It there. really worked out like it worked out about as good as it could because we basically... I didn't shortcut. I didn't short work out today. I stayed there for a long... Me stayed there for a long time. You got what you needed to get done. So, the only... The only Who's losing out here? Uh, the mats. Yeah. The, the BJJ mats. But will you go Saturday? Yeah, I'll try to get them Saturday. Go Saturday, yeah. yeah. Uh, look, that would that would make me not that it's about me, but if you went on Saturday, that would make me feel good. Sweet. But then the but then the site's missing out. Nah. No, but the site, site's still going to be the there. The site got what it needed today. Okay, yeah. sweet. So the site is the site's taken care of. Yeah. Okay, yep. good. So we're good, aren't we? Yeah. Okay, good. Let's fucking roll. What do uh, you got? Oh, I got lots. I got a lot, but we'll try it. Uh, so log rolling. We'll do the log roll. Start with the log roll. Uh, now. Uh, this Warrior's Life, uh, with a bit of Bread and Circus chat. This Warrior's Life this week, just yesterday, which was the 20th of uh, February 2024, they had the season previews, uh, and uh, Will had on the Aussie League writer. His name is Nick Tedeschi. Should a true blue Aussie, obviously, like, uh, uh, you know, very uh, matter-of-fact about all the team's chances, but I knew when I was waiting with bated breath to get to the New Zealand Warriors. And I was like, you know, all of these pundits, even the, even in this current month, year, they still are pretty flat on the Warriors. Do, do they think last year was a bit of an, aberra- an anomaly? Or yeah. A, yeah. I, you know what, Tim? I'm sick to death of that chat. I I, I listened I listened to all of his uh, and Will and look don't get me wrong uh, all of their summations were I mean they were very as some of the most informed um, uh, team previews you could probably get um, with two guys that are just right in the mix but I knew the fucking Aussie battler was going to be a little bit lukewarm I just knew it and he was he said the Warriors would make the eight. But it was a bit of like I don't want to I don't want to underdo what he said, but he was kind of a little bit cold on them, and I was just like, "What did I write?" <laughs> I was like, uh, "You know, where are we?" 
Uh, I just put Tedeschi was a wee bit flat around the Waz chances this year. Classic Aussie. Got them making the eight, but not the top four. And then, uh, you know what I put? I've got them finishing first and winning the premiership. So you can mark that down uh, as whatever episode this is, 160. So I'm going to say Warriors will finish. They'll be the minor premiers and the premiers this season. There you go. Uh, no one's saying it. Everyone wants to. Everyone, act, like all the Aussies, all the, all the league pundits, they act like... If you if your picks are wrong about the NRL, it means nothing. Like we're trying to predict, like joke, even jokingly predict geopolitical things, crazy shit, election, who's going to get assassinated, wars, fucking cabal, deep state shit. Why do these guys act so serious about where teams are? Go- they 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 actually act like it fucking means something when it really means nothing. But it's just fun. So why there aren't pundits just putting their ass on the line saying, this is our fucking year. Are the only people that do it are the fans? Yeah. it's Because it, they don't want to be... The, it's, but it's a league. Lot of them, Who yeah, cares? But a, but a lot of them, it's their job. Yeah, but... So, but they can't be seen to not know their job. But no one... I guarantee... I get it, though. I guarantee, it's a lottery. I guarantee, if you went and listened to this Nick Tedeschi guy, of where he says all the teams are going to finish, I guarantee he will not be close at all. But no one... I don't think anyone holds these guys to account, and nor should they. So, Hence okay, we so should just is that say, what you're saying? If they're not getting held to account, then they should just fucking just, say what they think. Yeah, just... But you know who we picked to win? The Panthers. Yes, it's like boring. boring. Say something crazy. Say the Warriors are going to win. The Warriors Knights. Or yeah, or the fucking sh- or someone. The Tigers. The tight. Ti- yeah, say something. Get, just get crazy. Tigers to actually make. The oh, eight. you ready? I hear them all. They're all. Everyone's boring. Everyone. Every fucking league pundit prediction I've heard on YouTube it's Guru. All the guys. I love listening to the Aussies, but it's just Panthers, Broncos, Roosters. I'm just like Roosters. Yeah, apparently the Roosters, it's, it's the same old shit. It's like, we need to shake it up. But he was basically, I think he uh, Nick Tedeschi basically was nearly putting the Raiders as the spoon. Uh, Raiders of, you you look at the Raiders team. Have they lost a few of they? Yeah, it's looking a bit, but uh, you know, after listening to it, I was like, I mean, I hope, I hope the Raiders, I hope they go, hope they go well this year. Uh, he, he, yeah, yeah, I just think, I'm just yeah, all these fucking pundits acting a bit like uh like the Warriors are an aberration. I look at them and think the Warriors that uh, I just I the vibe is so good. In in the camp, everyone seems, you know, really buoyant and I just I, I don't think this is like I think people are worried that it's gonna be like some sort of uh historical warriors malaise. I, I just I I don't think you can compare um, Andrew Webster and the way he does things to I don't I don't think we've been I think this is new territory I think that's what I'm trying to say it feels like it is it feels yeah. like it is so I'm just gonna say it is and I'm gonna say we'll finish first and we'll win the comp nice and and, and everyone why is everyone too scared to say it it's 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 basically no one's going to hold me to account come October. Apart from if we do win, and then everyone will be like, wow. Oh, you were right, Joel. You were right, Joel. Which is fine, but I don't really care anyway. But no one's going to be like, uh, unsubscribe from Patreon. This guy, Joel, is he is uh, he's a hack. You know, No one's going to, even the top tier. Look, look, Buzz Rothfield. 
Look at the look at the league journos. They've all got jobs every year and they're total flops, most of them. Yeah. Yeah, and they just get work every year. <laughs> so they just, beat their missuses, yeah, they, they fucking yeah. you know, you name it. They fucking are child molesters. Yeah, most they of fucking, them are alcoholics. Yeah. yeah. There's Fitchy was a CP guy. They look all look like alcoholic cokeheads. They bash their wives. Uh so I mean why not? If they're happy to do that, why can't they just say up the waz our year? Yeah, you know, it just seems so that seems like the least crazy thing they could do, basically. <laughs> anyway, that was that. But a great episode, though. If you want to just have a look at, have a breakdown of all the team's uh, chances. Now, next log roll is um, to follow up on the Grimerica John C. Dvorak episode. This week, they had on Adam Curry. Oh, nice. So the only thing I've got on the show notes here from uh, Adam was uh, he plugged one of his um, podcasting 2.0 things, which was... Um, podcastindex.org and you go to stats this was interesting so he was they were talking about uh on grow america they were talking to adam about how many podcasts there are and how some people are like oh there's so many oh, everyone's got a podcast these days blah blah but the reality is he said on their index they got four million podcasts but actually he said in the last 90 days only four hundred thousand podcasts have put up an episode and in the last three days it was the stats were a uh, hundred thousand so still a lot in the three days in every three day period it's like they a hundred thousand uh podcast episodes will be published i just thought that was interesting so there's there's a lot but it's not it's a lot less than you'd think it's a lot less than what yeah. that we've been led to believe and i think a lot of what we're led to believe is all those um corporate media you know the talking heads who all went to journalism school and all think they're hot shit and they love to like oh everyone every man and his dogs because because the reality is not so, well in our own little way us and everyone else that has a podcast that's saying things saying whatever they want which the corporate media hate we're eating we're eating a minute amount of their lunch because even if 200 people, it's 200 people are choosing to listen to us over them. And if that happens a million times, it's, it's a, it's a, we're, we're all eating a little crumbs of the corporate media. We're just getting a little crumb and they, it all adds up to a cake and they hate it. It's funny. Well, I like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's good. It's, it's good. Yeah. Um, and my last log roll, um, was a, oh no, fuck, I can't be fucked doing that. It was a whole big thing from the Duran about the, um, what's going on in Ukraine. But uh, sometimes I listen to these, you know, like this is an ex-colonel, not Douglas, but uh, his name is Colonel Daniel Davis. and Oh, double Ds. Double D, the big boy, the big, the big baby, the big puppies. But yeah, it was just a, he was a really, he was actually, he, he, he could have been in Desert Storm with Colonel Douglas McGregor because he was in that big tank battle in, the goal, the first Gulf War called Thirty Seven Easting, where they, they, he was expl- basically what this Daniel Davis was, Colonel Daniel Davis was talking about was how much training you have to do to do these massive tank or armor operations, and how, basically, he was talking about how the Western political, military, and media are kind of obsessed with. They still try to harp on how little ground Russia have taken. They basically Russia control about what would what would in essence be about twenty percent of what. Well, but isn't that all they wanted though? Well, this is the thing. What this guy's saying is that the 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 reason the Western media and political and military class harp on about it 
is because it seems like they're not gaining much ground. But what this colonel was saying is what they're what the Russians are essentially doing is like um, it's what they would call aggressive attrition. So they just they are just annihilating them, which is exactly what they said they would do. They're annihilating the the Ukrainian military, and they have in essence done that this week. There was a city, well, it's a big town, but it's a city called Avdivka. The Russians essentially overrun Avdivka, which was a massively fortified city where they were launching attacks on the Don and Donetsk city in eastern Ukraine. So there's this, there's, it's, it's, this is like history in a nutshell in Europe and all around the world. There's a lot of shit happening in Kiev where, um, what's his name, Voldemort Zelensky fired Zeluzhny, who was in charge of the military, fired him a couple of weeks ago, and then there's kind of these break-off groups, and you can see it's all like palace intrigue, you can see it's all turning to shit, there's different factions, um, they sent in, Zelensky and his little clique sent in the Azov Battalion, which I think is called the third whatever, right. They yeah they are but they they've, they've rebranded the Azov Battalion they're like the third battalion now or some shit but the Azov Battalion they sent them into Avdivka they lasted a day and they bailed because they're like we were fighting the Russians on three hundred and sixty degrees it turns out the Ukrainians have not got any fallback defensive positions while the Russians built this massive defensive line all last year. And everyone was saying, oh, the Russians don't know what they're doing. The Russians have built these defensive lines. They've not even been on the offensive. They let the Ukrainians at the behest of NATO attack of their much-vaunted spring and then summer offensive, which the Ukrainians got annihilated. Now, and they, what this Daniel Davis guy is saying is that when they did that offensive last year, which was a flop, the Ukrainian flop offensive, what they should have been doing, they should have been building a defensive line not going on the attack because they've got. This is what he was saying in Desert Storm. They were they were based in the way this guy was in Desert Storm. They'd been based in Germany. This was in the late eighties, early nineties. They were ready to fight the Soviets in the Cold War. So they were in Germany. They were constantly training. They got to the Gulf War or they got to Saudi Arabia and they trained you know nonstop for two or three months. Then they went in and mopped up the Iraqi army. That's not what happened. Like, what's happening in Ukraine is a fucking, um, is a, it's a debacle and a disgrace that's big as belief. With how many young Ukrainian men and women, but mostly dudes, obviously, uh, have been killed. And the Russians, are, everyone's, you know, this is the thing. Everyone's like, oh, the Ruskies are... Yeah, but what are the Russians supposed to do? Like, if you want to surrender, you can surrender. But, uh, you know, so this is what happened at Avdivka this week. The the Ukrainians were just, apparently it was a uh, a fucking absolute circus. Like, they were fleeing, just just in, on, in mass, just abandoning their positions in the Russians. And that's the first time that's happened in this war, pretty much. That the Russians have had, like, no one would ever take anything away from the Ukrainians in so far as their courage and how much they've battled the Russians but this last week in Avdivka the Russians just fucking annihilated them and I'm hearing varying reports but some of the reports are like yo, they lost like several thousand guys in like two days 
you know. And they've got nowhere to fall back to. And now the Russians are, they've got about 90,000 troops in that area, the Russians, and they're just, they're just, apparently Putin has said to Shoigu, we're going to keep, we this, we're just going to, don't stop, basically. When they took Bakhmut, if you remember when they took Bakhmut, Bakhmut, that was when they had the Wagner boys, and they were they lost so many guys, and they, for all for accounts, they were fucked. The Russians, they were like, we need we need a rest, so they kind of just stopped there, and they all had a uh, you know a cup of tea, cup and, of a, tea? And, a, and a Belgian, a Belgian slice. Oh, but apparently the, the boys that are make, on that would make war the boys are sweet. on the Perviton at the moment. Apparently the boys are on the the boys are on the glass Barbie at the moment by, by all accounts. And uh, lads like, yep, why, let's crank this up twenty four seven. Let's go. So that's not good. But well, there was a, there was a lot of good information uh, considering you weren't going to mention. Yeah, it. I wasn't going to mention it. Yeah. Uh, now also just quickly touching on that conflict, uh, you know that the Yanks and NATO are losing control because. I don't know if you were aware of it, but uh, there's that Russian, um, he quotes, anti-corruption campaigner called Navalny. Remember that guy they said the Russians poisoned in 2020? Oh, yeah, that dude. Who apparently is a Western um, intelligence asset. Uh, So he died. They they tried to kill him a bunch of times, did they not? Yeah, but what what I'm hearing from different, um, more independent... um, There's one guy, his name's Gilbert Doctorow. He's like a professor at some... University in Brussels, maybe. So he's a he's a so-called Russian expert. Um, I got onto him by that Gordon White from Rune Soup podcast. He he was one of the substacks that he um, that that he gotten onto was Gilbert Doctorow's substack. So he he does spots on like all of the major TV networks, not in the West. Like he's on like Indian, uh, Iranian, Turkey, everyone but the West. But he's like a yeah, he's a professor who specializes in Russian military and history. Yeah. And he is essentially saying um, he believes that MI6 killed him and that all of the Russians, the oligarchs that were allegedly anti-Putin, this Professor Doctorow claims that it's a total MI6 operation. It's British military intelligence and that even the Americans aren't in control of them. They're... They do what they want to a certain degree. And that when you hear about, we've all been in the West brainwashed to believe that Putin gets the, um, what, what is his outfit called? The, is it the FSB? Yeah, the FSB, which is like the, you know, it used to be the KGB. So the FSB is all these these guys roaming around the planet finding Russian oligarchs that uh, um, criticize Putin. They go around with the fucking cancer umbrella and give them a poke when they're in some other country and this guy Dr. O's like nah it's this is an MI6 op and the the hand the people so this week they had the Munich security thing and you know Hillary Clinton was there and Kamala Harris was there and all the European EU leaders and all around the world it was a big it's a big fucking um, you know Zelensky's there it's a big coke and hookers fest in uh, Munich (laughs) and um like uh, they were talking about, it might have been on No Agenda or it could have been on the Duran. They were talking about how two years ago when they had this Munich security um, summit, it was like they they were partying up. It was like, you know, Zelensky was like, we're going to get nukes. And this was when before the war started, we're going to fucking mop these Ruskies up. And apparently the mood this year is like uh, they had, they wheeled out Navalny's wife after he just died. And she talked, and you had Hillary Clinton and Kamala Harris saying, "What did she say?" I don't know. Did she say he was well? Killed. It's, it's Vladimir Putin killed. It's uh, 
Biden said it. They these the Western politicians will openly say Putin killed this guy, but it's like it's crazy. Like Julian Assange is rotting in jail because he showed Westerners that the US are massacring Iraqis and he is nearly, by all accounts, nearly fucking dead, Julian Assange. There was a, a US citizen journalist called um, Gonzalo Lira who was killed in a Ukrainian jail in the last couple of months and no one says shit. Look him up, Gonzalo Lira. He's dead. I used to follow him on, tele, follow him on Telegram and I remember when his Telegram just went dead nothing and then he come back for a bit and said look i'm in custody in ukraine and now he's dead and uh, julian assange is rotting in jail these fucking these this cabal of westerners has the audacity to make out like putin killed this guy and oh this was the navalny who's just uh, apparently they don't even know if he's dead they're just saying he's dead there's no body there's no autopsy sounds no, like uh yeah. osama does a little bit <laughs> Sounds like a total op, but he's the guy that had this video claiming to show Vladimir Putin's billion-dollar palace on the Black Sea. Yep. Apparently, it's a fraud. I never saw it, but people were losing their minds about it a few years ago. This billion-dollar palace of Putin's. Apparently, it is a, it's a Western intelligence op. It's not true. It exist. It's, it's a fake. It's a well. It's not they just, should have waited a few years till AI could produce a nice well, picture for them. Yeah, it's like, fuck, I don't know. Apparently, I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. Putin's going to have some sweet... Ma I mean, of course, if you got that much... I mean, look, if I had that much money, what do you think I'd be living in a fucking tiny home? Of course not. <laughs> I'm going to have a fucking Mac and pad, right? But but anyway, so there's been... So this is when you know they're losing control. They've wheeled out dead Navalny. Uh, what was the other thing? Oh, now this is, this is, this is where it's getting comical. Uh, this week, too... Uh, the U.S. Some of the U.S. Uh, talking heads in the sort of military-industrial complex fear. Russian space nukes, Tim. That's the next big fear. The Russians are, are, are getting. You couldn't make this shit up. So I was right. Right, race to nukes in the sky. They reckon it? that the Russians are developing a space nukes, and on the Duran, they were saying what that tells you is that's what the Yanks are doing. The Yanks doth protest too much. Yeah, they're working on space nukes. And they're trying to make out like why? Can you explain to me, <laughs> as a knowledgeable space oh, nukes, uh, definitely not that, but person that you I'll are. Try. Um, I'll try. I've heard it mentioned that they could use them in space to take out satellites and shit e like this. EMP. Yeah. Why the fuck would you need a nuke for that? Yeah, exactly. Well, like, couldn't you send up something substantially well, smaller? You get an you get an electromagnetic pulse from a nuke, but you can just have an e bomb, which yeah. is just an electromagnetic pulse. So I think, um, I think maybe they're just. Or, maybe, or are they are they trying to put essentially nuke stations in space? Um, I'm not 100. I think there's nuclear. What's the what's the, um, the range? What's the range on all this shit? What's so, the land range on all the? Well, nukes? Uh, to, to to launch so a, a U.S. or Russian launch from their launch sites, which are roughly in their continental areas. Yep. I believe it's about 20 minutes. Okay. So so that's that's. Land that's land silo launch to LA or Moscow is roughly about twenty minutes. So what would what would uh, nuke floating Be in space? Nuke Be floating in space above. Yeah, it's it's you've got no it's just time. like freefall and that's it. it well, it wouldn't it be freefall? It'd probably be kinetic launch. Oh yeah, sure. but um, but yeah, that's so this so that's when you know that things that the, the West are in trouble. The, the the Russians have got the Ukrainians on the run. Uh, Zelensky's not getting any of his weapons. 
They've wheeled out Navalny's dead and uh, Russia man bad. Uh, the Russians are working on that, that's when you that's when you know that the the West are in trouble because they're trying to scare the public with look at how mean they are to their anti corruption. They dissident. should just pick one thing though. What are they? What are yeah, they? Yeah, space just... nukes and the the. Uh, the guy who got his uh, radioactive tea poisoned all in the space of a couple of days. So that's what's happening in, uh, that's the main uh, Eurasian geopolitical sphere. Uh, you know, uh, oh, now speaking of the Eurasia, I've also got a little bit more, it's, it's, it's adding to my theory that I've tried to watch a couple more JREs unsuccessfully this week. Oh, did you watch Chris Williamson? I put it on and I thought, Chris Williamson and Joe, that's my ultimate worst comp. Not Joe so much, but those fucking guys, like, that's log rolling writ large. Like, I can't handle that level of log rolling. Like, this is like the podcast industrial complex. Like, it's like we're talking, they're the George Soros and Bill Gates of the podcast industrial complex. Like, that's the worst thing. I, I actually got to a point where I thought of you, and I was driving to the road listening to Chris Williamson on Joe Rogan, think, what the fuck am I doing? This is fucking garbage. This is just absolute fucking wank. Just wank. So I stopped listening. I tried to listen to Brett Weinstein. Can't. Look, he's in the Darien Gap. If you want to see what's happening in the Darien Gap, go the Bald and Bankrupt. Bald and Bankrupt's with the people who are trying to get a better life, which Americans don't, they don't really want you to think about those people. They want you to be scared of the, all the yeah, boogeymen coming boogie in. Yeah. So that's what Brett Weinstein, so this is where I'm going with this op. So I listened to Brett Weinstein. He's claiming that there's all these Chinese people coming in. Then I was like, I'm going to turn this off. This is bullshit. I don't know if Brett Weinstein and Dr. Phil know they're part of the op, but then I listened to a little bit of Dr. Phil on JRE Dr. Phil is stressing the fuck out about China, Chinese groups or individuals buying land by American military bases. So there's this op developing where the those upper echelon fucking so-called alternative media mouthpieces like Weinstein and Dr. Phil uh, have got, like Adam Curry would say, Adam Curry, when he was on uh, Grow America, the Grow America guys were saying, is Joe, like, you know, like, what's the deal there? Is he, you know, controlled ops sort of thing? Adam's like, look, Joe's a good guy, but what he does have is an op- essentially an open mic. And do you know what was fucking hilarious? They started talking about, uh, Adam Curry's like, prime example, who's that fucking guy with the ponytail that Joe led on? And they couldn't, and I'm, I'm in the car like, Peter Zihan. It's and, and the Grey America guys are like, ah, oh, yeah, I know the guy. He And Adam Curry's like, he worked for Stratfor. He's like, that guy is a fucking, he's a 100% off. And they finally got the name, Peter Zihan. And I was like, yeah, those guys. And then I'm thinking, Jeremy Corbell. These guys are, Joe has this, I don't know who does his booking. Or I, actually, I don't, I mean, I don't know him, but I know who he is. Obviously, obviously I don't know him. I think his name's Matt Stagg. So you can, he, he is Joe's, in air quotes, booker. But I don't know much about the guy. I don't know if he's a, some sort of a, you know, but Joe has an open mic open mic for Mike Baker. You know, air quotes, former CIA agent. But anyway, back to my theory. I, I did like this whole thing with Weinstein talking about the Chinese are flooding in over the border. 
Dr. Phil, the Chinese are buying uh, land around our military bases in continental America. I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't know about do you this. Think they, do you think because podcasting has got so big and it's the biggest medium now to get news out there, essentially, like yeah. the news channels are fucked. They're fucked. Yeah. Um, I think these a lot of these guys who think they're pretty important and they have big platforms, the likes of the Chris's and the Brett's and... Um, <laughs> Dr. I, don't forget Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil, of course, Dr. Phil. I think I think they are they're just like uh, um who's the girl, the UFO girl? Um Oh, Pasolka. Yeah, they're like Diana Pasolka, yeah. where I think they're getting fed intel from high up people in the government. Because they all say they all say shit like this all the time. Like yeah. I heard from a source, I heard from a source. They're just getting fed so much fucking bullshit that yeah. they're parroting out on the biggest platforms around the world it's now. It's pretty... It's very hard to tell what's real and what's not. Oh, I think it's mostly not real. Like, <laughs> what the funniest thing I find with all of it is I'm watching I'm watching Dr. Phil and I'm watching Weinstein and they're hand-wringing about the Chinese. I'm like, you guys are the ones who've been gallivanting around the world uh, turning brown people to pink mist by the million or at least hundreds and hundreds of thousands, but millions... For the last however many years, right? Let no one ever pulls. Like I need to be sitting at the like there'd be Jamie, and there'd be Joe here, Doctor Phil. I need to be at the other end of the table. It'd be like hold on, hold on, hold on, guys. <laughs> you guys, like when? How many people have China been turning into pink mist this like overall this century? Like not many. Like okay. Maybe, After <laughs> maybe they, yeah, they, they exactly, they, they kind of killed their own, which is not great, but gallivanting around the world, taking everyone's resources and uh, essentially having the reserve currency and dominating countries through not just like a full spectrum domination, uh, military domination, financial domination, all the dominations. Psyop yeah, domination. So, yeah, the yeah. best propaganda Propaganda is so good that no one knows that, you know, so, and these guys are a prime example of that. So, yeah, no, you're right. They, it's like they are, they are behind the curve, but they're, they've got, they're behind the curve with the biggest platforms. It's fucking weird. Then, but then the main, this is, I think this is Adam Curry, his whole thing also is, that they are quickly turning into kind of like um, who was calling it the there's someone's come up with a new term it's like the mam it's like um but it's like the they're like nearly like the new mainstream media quickly turning into it which yeah. is essentially what you're describing as well and so the mainstream media is almost just parody news it's it's really weird it's like yeah, it is you just you can watch it and just fucking laugh it's yeah. like Babylon the mainstream news is like Babylon yeah. B essentially yeah. Like any any person who knows what's really happening can watch any any uh, presenta- presentation or any news read and go, what the well, this fuck week, are you talking on, about? On no agenda this week, they were talking about all the uh, media, the news talking heads in America on the left, which is the majority of them, yeah. sticking up for Biden about his cognitive abilities and how on point he is. And it's like me listening to it, I, I'm nearly like, I'm going to turn this off because I just can't handle too much more... Well, they must know it's that such they silliness. know they're lying. Yeah, it's well They must know they're lying. Well, I don't know. I mean, they once again it's like professional sport being rigged, maybe. Yeah. They get paid so much that maybe they do know it's bullshit, but if you're gonna offer someone 
Fifteen million dollars a year to be a news anchor. Yeah, you, you will say it's a, anything. It's a show. It's not like it's not the news. It's just a show. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think Joe having all these guys on. I think it's much going the same way for them. It's nearly like it's just shit. Like this is not um, between having on Peter Zihan and Doctor Phil and Mike Baker and Brett Weinstein. It's like these guys are. If you look at the narrative, it's the same fucking thing writ large it's just the same shit it's i, I can't see because they go weird. so hard like you think of weinstein i listened to that whole weinstein thing i could have um and he he makes very good points about covid and he was a little late to the party very late he was very late to the party yeah, but late. he but he knows everything now he knows the truth now but then he's still very he's so fucking blind with all these other things oh yeah and i i just i just keep thinking like, I don't that, know. all the war shit they talk about I'm like oh my god you guys just Will it be two years from now that they learn? Oh, what I was saying on Joe was I was a fucking fool, or uh, I don't know. I don't know if they admit they're wrong very much. Uh, they a lot of them don't. But yeah, Doctor Phil talking about China. I'm just like Doctor Phil. What was he saying? Is it even worth that, a listen? It's. I just saw you. I I listened to some of the podcasts and I was just like, this is boring. Now you know what they were talking about at the start of the podcast. They were talking about transgender chopping kids' cocks off. I'm just like, look, I'm over that. I'm just like I'm over it. it. It's that's one of those things that if you don't pay attention to it, it it doesn't exist. It, 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 it I'm, almost I'm doesn't it. exist. I, I don't I don't even care anymore. If if you've got some crazy liberal parents who want to brainwash their kids into becoming a boy or a girl, or or on the opposite side, you've got some kids who have got mental health issues or whatever the fuck fucking gamut is. You know what? It's like I I don't really I I don't care anymore about that. Like. I've got my family and my friends, and I just don't care, <laughs> basically. But then, so we, they they started on that, and I just turned Doctor Phil off. But then I come home from work, and I might have put YouTube on. And I saw the Doctor Phil clip on YouTube when he's talking to Joe about how these Chinese conglomerates are buying up land around American military bases, and it all seems pretty vague and dumb. And I'm thinking. Dr. Phil, you're Dr. Phil. Like, I never really watched Dr. Phil, but I think he was on Oprah, and he kind of was a self-help guy who'd help people out of a rut. What the fuck's he talking about geopolitical? Like, it's just not his wheelhouse. No, it's because he's got viewers. He's famous. But it's, like, but he's not the guy. Like, all the guys. None of them are the guys. No, they're all, that's what I mean. I listen. The guys are who, the guys are hiding. I know the guys. But I do know some of the, a, a small fraction of the guys. The people I listen to are pretty well informed and none of them are on Joe Rogan. And you, then you just have to start wondering, is you know, Matt Stagg and the Peter Thiel cabal of fucking podcast industrial complex, like they are seriously, yeah. I mean, now, I think it's like any other trade. It's just who you know. Yeah. Like the best, the best guys, well, generally the best guys at everything aren't the ones blowing their horns yeah, saying they're the best at everything. Yeah, the, the Brent Weinstein and Dr. Phil, they are driving around in the brand newest um, the brand newest Ford Ranger. They've got the all the kit on it, fully signed written builders, yep. and they've got five gold awards from numerous building awards that they yeah, all the go marketing with. machines. Yeah, th- but they can't but the thing is they they're don't not do, very good builders. That, no, no, the thing is, <laughs> they don't actually do the work. But they, even if they had to, they they were never that good at builders anyway. No, but that's, that's the why building, they have others uh, that's do That's the it. trade equivalent of what those guys are. Yeah, they yeah. they 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 actually stink. Yeah. They suck. 
Like Brett Weinstein but, 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 is so boring think, to listen to. But people think they're good. Yeah, people like, think people he's have like this. The, Chris Williams said it. Have you thinking the Weinsteins are like the sharpest they have the, the planet. perception that they're great. They're so boring to listen to. <laughs> I just cannot. I can't follow them. They just the way their cadence. They just they suck at talking. <laughs> they they absolutely stink at communicating. How, they, I don't know. Anyway, what else we got? <laughs> um, oh, plumber. So the plumber, the plumber, the plumber. So. Amy rang in the new the the the, the uh, much vaunted homeschool mum recommended plumber to come around and you know do a quote. So she basically tells him what needs to be done, and he says all the right things, which is look, I'll 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 do it in stages, and I'll work to your budget. It's like wow, someone said I'll work to your budget. Okay, good. Like you don't hear that very often. No, you don't hear that very often. And Amy said, oh, yeah, that would be good because, you know, we've just had a, a an invoice from another plumber and it was for like an hour's work and a bit of materials and it was like, it really was quite astronomical how much it cost for an hour. And you know what he said? No shit. I shit you not. He said, this is what he said. I was going to say it. Let me guess. Daddy da. And Amy, so he said the guy's name. So this fucking other plumber's like, let me guess. The Brett Weinstein of plumbing. The Brett, <laughs> Brett Weinstein of plumbing. And Amy, trying to be the uh, uh, t- the moral high ground, said, ah, uh, look, uh, why, why am I doing a man voice for her? Ah, uh, look, ah, uh, uh, look, I'm, I'm not really, I'm, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to, but, yeah, every, we all knew what. <laughs> she essentially said, yeah, that's it, but she said, I'm not going to say yes, but she, you know, she tried to take the moral high ground, which was, you know, it makes you feel good to say, yeah, no. She didn't say, yeah, fuck that guy. She's like, oh, look, I'm not going to say, but anyway. So, yeah, so he's coming around in the morning to give us a quote to hook up the shit. And um, I, yeah, we're, um, uh, Mr. $600 an hour plus materials is getting his money tomorrow. And, uh, um, yeah, all in all, uh, the funny thing is, um, I asked Amy, I was like, what's such and such as report like on the Ohoka Swananoa Facebook? And they're like, they rave about him on there. And I'm like, yeah, because all those fucking whites in Ohoka are mega wealthy. Yeah. And 600 bucks for an hour's work, it doesn't strike them as a bit much. So, you know, yeah, so that's where we are with the plumbing. So um, we'll get old mate round and... Uh, Get some, uh, get a, get a quote. But we're getting a bit closer. We've got the the we're gonna we once we get the gutter guard on, which is coming close. I try to do it myself. It's a fucking nightmare, mate. Absolute nightmare of a fucking job. Like that mesh <laughs> is. It's not mesh. It's like it's you know. Yeah. And like, yeah. I I I water blasted the roof. Got it all clean. Cleaned the gutter out. Soapy water. And I got the sheets of the mesh out. I screwed one to the front of the um, to the gutter, which is fine. Then I got my tin snips out, and I was like, "Man, trying to cut that around that profile." <laughs> and these guys reckon they'll come out. They, the the thing that put me off them doing it is because they wanted to get a knuckle boom, and I said, "No, no, no, no. Now, I'm not paying for a knuckle boom." So Amy just rang them back and said, "Look, we want you guys to do it." They said about three hundred bucks. I'm like, three hundred bucks. It'd take me fucking two weeks to do that. They'll do it in half a day. And I just said, no knuckle boom. The the roof is nearly flat. 
and I've got a good ladder and it, you know, yeah, and they were yeah. like, yeah, okay, sweet. You know, so no one's going to see, mate. No one's going to see. You no, tucked in behind trees. Oh, yeah, exactly. Don't worry so, about no, it. forget about the knuckle boom. So, once we get there, scaff the whole fucking building. Yeah, each, yeah. yeah. No, I, honestly, I was up there water blasting and I was mostly just looking at the, like, well, it's amazing what you can see just from that height. Like, bring a chair up like, there, mate. Need to put a fucking, yeah, we should put a couple of chairs up there. We dick up there, mate. Um, and we were, we we're off, we we're out of sight, out of mind anyway. It probably wouldn't hurt to have we dick up there, but. Anyway, so yeah, so once we get that gutter gutter, then we can get the fucking, uh, the hopefully, or at least he's claiming to not be the mega expensive plumber. We just want your average plumber, right? Yeah, you just don't want to feel like you're getting ripped off. No, you just don't want to have your pants pulled down. Uh, Anyway, so that's that. That's the plumber update. Um, What about the, um, the Boeing update? It's all been going the Boeing world. What planes flipping upside down again, or, so, or just or more military shit? Um, so the Boeing. So today there was a um, there was another there was a a wing of a Boeing plane disintegrated, started disintegrating, but on a flight between. Was someone filming it? Yep, yeah. There's film of it. You can go and look it up. It's, it was I saw it on Twitter. So it was a flight from San Francisco to um, Boston today or yesterday. And it got diverted to Denver because the wing, like the wing is disintegrating. One of the leading edges of the wing and they're filming it. And like the guy, it was when they were landing and the guy was like, oh, I'm glad that's over because as you can see, the wing on this plane is disintegrating. So here's... Fuck, that's way worse than just like an engine going down. Yeah, the wing is, yeah. (laughs) We've got two, yeah, flying on. Yeah, you don't want the wing coming off. An engine... Yes, one the, as long as the other one's going, we're fine. But wings, we ain't got wings. You're not gliding it in with no wings. <laughs> so I saw on Zero Hedge on Twitter the or X or whatever the fuck you call it, uh, Zero Hedge this morning. Boeing says head of seven three seven Max program Ed Clark to leave company, but obviously he got sacked. Pushed. Yeah. Uh, and do you know what's the the, the what fi- was the plane? I'm pretty. Oh, I I can't confirm, but I it's probably the seven three seven Max. I don't know, but. Yeah, that's a whole nother problem. Like, but this is what happens when you have the DEI hires, right? You get the diversity. Uh, what is it? Equality and. Uh, well, any time you have something like that, you just don't get the best people for the job. Well, it's it, it, which is fine if you're hiring some blue-headed lesbians to work at the library. Yeah, but it's even not if really fine. even if they're not the best person, it's actually the job. not that fine either, to be honest. Because but no one can die from they'll that. They'll start inserting like weird fucking books that kids should be looking at in their library. But when it's people that make the planes that millions of people fly on, not so good. But I thought the first comment on the Zero Hedge post was the best. So about the the head of the seven thirty seven Max program leaving, the first comment was, "Couldn't take the pressure." And bolted. <laughs> I thought that was very good from the fulcrum. Um, now, speaking of, uh, what else have we got? What else have we got? Um, all over the show. This is good. Uh, we are. I'm trying to, because I know you've got things to do, so we're trying to just rattle it. Oh, boy, if we could just wrap it, man. We'll just rattle it. Yeah. Uh, now, this is a bit more of a sad news, but did you see the, um, did you see that New Zealand MP, air quotes, died suddenly yesterday? Yeah. No, uh, I th- I was a bit disappointed with some people on Twitter, formerly not formerly in Twitter, formerly uh, X, formerly known as Twitter. Uh, there's some there's some people that are a little bit too much about when someone dies. That was in that political, like he was a jab pusher by all accounts, but they thought they were doing the right thing. Yeah. But I some of the comments on some of the posts are just like, well, man, just ch- some people need to chill a little bit. Like the guy's dead, I'm not gonna shit on him. 
Um, you know, like it is what it is. And if you think that, that yeah, there, there's a whole group of people I see the comments that are like, oh, these fucking anti-vax cookers, like, uh, if the vaccine was so bad, billions of people got it. Like, why aren't we all dead? It's like, that is the dumbest fucking logic. Let's say 3 billion people got, let's say 2 billion people got vaccinated, right? And uh, let's just say 5 million people died from the jab. That's probably actually kind of close to what's happened. It's crazy to think that, no one, no, no people that are trying to shine a light on this whole shit show that we've still kind of in. No one's saying everyone's going to die that got the jab. No one says that. But if 2 billion people got it and 5 million people died, that's fucking... I'm just using that. This is a hypothetical. That's really fucking bad. That is like... You'd nearly say... Some people would argue that that is a... There is a cabal of uh, death cult people and this is essentially a human sacrifice to like Moloch or someone. <laughs> it's it's that that's the level. Saying that, um, saying that. Oh, oh, if it was that, oh, all these people think it's that bad. We'd all be dead. It's like no. Even if if even if one percent of the people who got even if 0.5 died, that would be that's a catastrophic yeah. slaughter. And I think that's kind of where we are. But I just wonder when people, like, where does it all end? But anyway, so that's very sad for that guy. Yeah, like, I'll, I'll never forget, but I'm not I'm not writing on people's, after nah, people die. Nah. I'm not writing. I ain't I'm, shit. I'm not putting the emoji of a uh, syringe. No, that's, or, yeah, um, that, that, that's, 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 yeah, that's unacceptable. But here's the thing. This is my last little bit on this. So. But I'm thinking it. <laughs> oh, I'm certainly thinking it, but I'm still compassionate about. Yeah, of course, he's dead and yeah. his family are sad. Yeah, seeing all the politicians talk, I'm just like, shut Spew. the fuck up. Yeah, I'm. I'm just like, shut up, you. I don't care what you think. Yeah, you guys are fuck. You guys are the fucking worst, and you guys had a massive hand in all of this shit. But here's the fucking crazy thing: a friend sent me that uh, yesterday afternoon after it happened. Sent me the link. Here's what's fucking nuts. It was a stuff article. I clicked on it from the messages, right? Went to the stuff article. Before the article opened up, you know what I got? An ad for the meningitis vaccine. And I thought, how fucked up is this? I, I just sat there. I was like, Amy, I, I said to Amy, I was like, look at this. I clicked on the link to read about this MP that just dropped dead yesterday or the day on the day. And then before I get to read the article to see what the guff is on it, a fucking ad on stuff for the menin meningitis vaccine. I'm like, holy fucking shit! This is this is a this just subs up the whole scenario. It's yeah. like this is out of fucking control. Just lay off, like people. Just, like okay, look, I get it. You got little kids. They're little kids. You want to keep them safe, but you know, I mean, like. Look, I remember when the kids were small, and 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 if they had a rash, I got the glass out. We've all had the glass. Have you had the glass out? Have you ever put the glass on a kid's rash to make sure it's not meningitis? No. What's the glass? That's what you do. It's the meningitis test. But um, you know, we're, you're not gonna we're not gonna vaccinate our way out of every fucking thing that can kill a kid. It's it sucks. But you know, meningitis. Like no one wants their kid to get meningitis. Where's the anti-war vaccine? Exactly. But like, I, look, I just. Like, you know, I just, I, th I just thought it was pretty, 
It's pretty brutal to insert a meningitis vaccine ad over a, a story of a MP who's highly likely full of blood clots. But I imagine that we'll never see the autopsy, Tim. I imagine we'll never see the autopsy. No, because we need to respect the family. Well, we should definitely respect the family. But also, if I was that family, I'd want to know if he was full of fucking blood clots. And then I'd probably come out and go, fuck, he was full of these weird blood clots. The guy was like in his mid-40s. It's like, you know... Uh, you know, the normies will say, oh, people like that die all the time of, what, they what, been for a vigorous walk and dropped dead of a heart attack. I would say that's a fucking anomaly, but it's not anymore. Anyway, uh, yeah, the meningitis ad did it for me. That was fucking nuts. Yeah, it's poor, uh, poor taste almost. Very yeah. poor taste. Um, now, um, what time's you, you're about <laughs> seven? Yeah. I, I can, I can wrap this whole thing up. Okay. Um, so, oh, I had one science news. Here's the science news for the week. Yeah. You love this. So, um, this was on, uh, I got this off Telegram. Is it going to open? Uh, okay. This is so funny. Uh, leading scientific journal publishes fake AI generated paper about rats with giant penises. Have you heard this? No. Oh, this is so fucking funny. This goes, this is just sums up the current state of science. Uh, a leading scientific journal faces humiliation after it published a completely fake paper purportedly written by Chinese researchers, which contained AI-generated images of a rat with a penis bigger than its own body. The Telegraph reports that the journal, the, this is the name of the journal, Frontiers in Cell and Development Biology published a paper that claimed to show the signaling pathway of sperm stem cells, but depicted a rat sitting upright with a massive dick and four giant testicles. Remarkably, the paper found its way into the journal, where it was read by scientists who immediately recognized the images and descriptions were not grounded in, air quotes, any known biology. The journal retracted the paper, issued an apology, and announced that it is working to Correct the record. <laughs> but it's so funny. Check out the image. I thought the image was fucking hilarious. So it's it's a it's an AI image of a rat with a, just a dick that's bigger than itself. <laughs> Imagine having a schlong that big in scale. That would just be disturbing to everyone involved. Is it opening? Is that the that the image? Yeah, that got that got at? in some scientific journal. That's the image. Yeah, but that's just a um I know, but like they 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 run they run the paper. Okay, so did they ever did the paper ever ask for a real image of this? Oh, I'm not too sure, but obviously they got... that just looks like a... Um, yeah, that's just a uh, an illustration in a book. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But I mean, that's... What that's the, the fuck? <laughs> Rats with giant dicks. And obviously, man, imagine, imagine being... I can only imagine what it's like to be like a... We are the, we are the academia scientific journal people and then you run, run a story about rats with dicks. You run that. You run that and then... <laughs> And then you get all these other fucking eggheads. Imagine, imagine the shame and this. It'd be like it'd be the equivalent of of religious shame because they're the same things basically. You know what I mean? Yeah. It'd be the shame that that journal must feel. Like I wouldn't be surprised if the fucking you know the the, the, the person in charge of the journal fucking they they nearly have to quit when they over there. I mean that's that's a joke. So that was pretty funny. Science news. Now, uh, last thing on this uh, bread and circuses. This is totally uh, me just um, running with something, and I was just running with something last Saturday morning. I was working in a mate. Uh, this is a mud magic number synchronicity, Tim. I know you love these. Uh, so years and years and years ago in the eighties, I never forget. There's one thing that's etched into my mind from when I was a kid, is that I, I wasn't there for the pickup, but Dad and Kurt helped a German tourist once. I believe it was between Renunga and Greymouth. It might have been somewhere at Coal Creek. 
I think, from what I can remember, this German tourist, maybe his camper van broke down, and Dad must have picked him up and maybe brought him into Greymouth or helped him out. So I remember him telling me about it, and then a while later, we got this package from Germany, and it was a... um. It was like a fucking... Was Nazi memorabilia? Basically, yeah. <laughs> it was like Adidas soccer boots. This Adidas bag we had for years, like this really cool Adidas bag, Adidas soccer boots, uh, Werder Bremen, which was the, his team's um, soccer top, and all this, all this fucking, like, just before merch was merch, all this merch was in the 80s. So I was like, so he obviously, you know, so it was great. So this, bear in mind, this was when we were living at 33 Doyle Street, right? Yep. 33 Doyle. So I remember, it's, it's, it's one of those memories etched into my mind as a kid. Werder Bremen. So, Saturday morning, I met a mate, and the night, on the Friday night, I went to the TAB to put a me much vaunted paper bet on. And I looked at who was playing football the next day in the major European leagues, and I looked at La Liga, as I usually do, and Serie A, and the English Premier League, and I also looked at the Bundesliga, which is the Nazi league. And I looked at the game on, and it was... Werder Bremen, and I can not, I, not a word of a lie, never bet on Werder Bremen in my life. In fact, I looked at them and thought, Werder Bremen. It's like it went off and I was like, it seems familiar. And they were playing some other fucking Nazi team. So anyway, kind of put the paper bet on, forgot about it, was sanding some faces on Saturday morning. I got a ding. It was the end of the game. Werder Bremen won. I looked at the ticket. I forgot. You know how much, do you know how much I won him? $33. On the fucking dot. $33 exactly. And I'd never bet on Werder Bremen in my life. And I was like, once again, I could read into things way too much. Maybe that's the case. But also, that, I thought it was pretty weird. that We had a couple of... Th- we had that, that was a childhood memory. Werder Bremen. Never even thought about it. It all come flooding back to me on Friday afternoon at the TV. And then on Saturday morning when I won, I was like, we were living at 33 Doyle Street. I just won $33. And I wonder if that, I thought that was just a strange magic number synchronicity. I did tell Amy to buy a lot of ticket yesterday, and she fucking didn't. <sighs> Six million it was last night, Wednesday. But anyway, there's always there's always Saturday to yeah. We've got to we've got to we've got to. That's what they rely on, mate. Uh, so that was that. Uh, now the, and the last thing is, uh, I don't know if you saw this, but I I thought this was a joke initially. It was the. Um, I, on one of my Major League Baseball Instagram pages I follow, it had a happy birthday to the Kansas City Royals coach. He used to be a Major League player. And he was 69 last week. Yeah. And you know what this this Instagram post said? Happy 69th birthday, rusty cunts. <laughs> that, and I, I was like, this has got to be a joke. So I go to... His name is really Rusty Cunts, eh? Yeah, yeah. Cunt, R- Rusty, K-U-N-T-Z. <laughs> This guy's a real dude. Rusty Cunts. He coaches the... This is not... This is the Major League. He coaches the Kansas City Royals. And he used to play in the Major League. And he's, you know, the, the funny thing is, when, like, you, when you just... When you said uh, German soccer... Yeah. Do you know who I was going to say? Who? I, I was going to say Cunt. Was it was it because there was a player? There was a player for Germany and his name was Cunt. <laughs> with a yeah. K? With a K, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck, I should have said that. Damn it. <laughs> Is he a current he was player? The, um, maybe in the last, nah, probably 20 years ago. So, must, so, he, so Rusty must be, so Rusty, so Cunts is a, oh, of course it is. It sounds pretty German. Yeah, yeah. Ru- but Rusty? Because he was the Rusty only Kuntz? He was the only German uh, football player I would, would ever, ever remember. remember the name. Yeah, I yeah. can't remember any of them. Yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, so that's uh, that's that. Um, this is good, so you won't have to. I think we've covered everything. Um, oh no, we'll save that for next time. Um, no, we're good. We're good. We've blasted it an hour. Yeah. And then you can go and put the kids to bed. Yep. And you don't have to come back and listen to me yell at you for another hour. Sweet. Uh, an hour's good. That was hey. good. That was fast. That went by real fast. Yeah, I really, I, I come in hot. <laughs> Jam that in. Uh, so thank you, everyone. Um, haven't had any, haven't had anyone come on the Patreon since Shazza. I think we're on 26 uh, patrons. I'd love to get to 30. So That'd be amazing. If, if, you, if you've got a spare fiver, chip in. Or Tim, I've sent Tim the buy uh, us a chai latte link. So we'll have that We'll have that in these notes. Yeah, we'll have that in the notes. You want to be, surely the, the first person is going to put five bucks in. You're going to get, it's going to be a big deal. Oh, you're so going to get five minutes of shout out. If you want a fuss made out of you, you want to be the first person to buy Tim and Joel a coffee. Um, oh, now quickly, should we do the, do we, do we have one spare warriors ticket? I don't know. Do we have a spare warrior? I think we might. I think, I don't mean, because you had maybe one more person, maybe? Yeah, no, no. It's, so it's just just who I said. Okay, so two. we might have two. Okay. But should we? are we going to give one away? I think we give one away. I actually had a question earlier that was something about you, but I've forgotten it because I'm maybe. Okay, I thought of a question about. You You do your question then. No, so, no, no. I, I thought a question about me as well. Okay, no, go. And I've, no, I've forgotten it too. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I, it was I, the same we're, question. We're not, and that's why I was thinking, if you said it, it might Fuck, remind me. what was it? Um, because I was thinking about us, like, because we talked about you, the basketball dad one. I thought, yep. oh, that might be a bit far. It's back. a little bit, a little bit yeah, inside and, baseball, eh? yeah. a little bit inside baseball. That one. Um, what about? Oh, I just thought of a really easy. No, nah, that's too easy. Um, fuck. What's a what? What's something that? Um, um, what was um? What about um? What about if we asked? In the early days of the podcast, what was, and you have to get the color of this car right, what was Joel and Tim's potential favorite podcast car, tongue in cheek, back in the early days of the podcast? What do you reckon, The car Tim? and the color or just the... The car and the color. Okay. What do you think? If you can, um, you can either, um, you can send it into Instagram or if you're not on Instagram, you could, uh, or... Um, Oh, or probably what's better is Twitter, the Joel, the Joel and Tim Show podcast. Uh, the, the, or just the email. The email, yeah. Let's do that. Let's just do the email because everyone has access to email, but not everyone has access to. Um, and, and here at the Joel and Tim Show, we're all about uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, something equity and inclusion. What's the first one? Diversity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all about diversity, equity, and inclusion here. So we'll say if you know the answer to our favorite color and car back at the early days of the podcast send it through to it was the, a running joke and it went through a lot of podcasts it was a running joke that went through a lot of pod, a lot of the podcasts in the early days you could even probably flick through the instagram if you really needed to if you want to be a bit of a cheater and you can't remember you don't want to go back to episode 50 and you're probably very hard to find uh so the joel and tim show podcast at gmail.com the Joel and Tim Show podcast at gmail.com. First person to answer uh, gets a ticket to the round three match Warriors versus Raiders, March 22nd, 8 p.m. kickoff. And you get to, you'll get to, you'll come out with uh, uh, the Greymouth podcast, podcast Mafia and multiple other 
Hanger honors. Uh, hanger honors. So, uh, yeah, that's that's the comp. And uh, get in, get in in there. And if no one, if no one enters Tim, I'll be heartbroken, mate. Good luck out there. Yeah, and, oh, and also uh, buy buy us a coffee. Be the first. Uh, Dust be done, yeah. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> so bad at promo, eh? Worst promo ever. <laughs> we should leave that in. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely do.